comes. Oh my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Aguero! Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod, where we provide you with precise pellets of punting pepper. Jimmy Buckley with you on this Thursday, October the 13th, and we're going a day early as we preview the smorgasbord of round ball activity gracing our forthcoming weekend, which means I'm joined as always by the fearless and peerless, the man who affords the wonders of Scottish League 2 and England's National League with the same endless energy he invests into the Premier League. The one and only Ken Rutherford. Welcome, mate. Yes, g'day there, James. And looking forward to uh, going through another weekend, uh, another very full and, well, it looks a very exciting weekend uh, list of fixtures, uh, Panthers, doesn't it? Uh, I guess the, the, the main one is Liverpool versus Manchester City. If we're talking EPL, I mean, that's going to be an absolute beauty. Liverpool getting back into some sort of goal-scoring form this morning <laughs> against Rangers, who were who were terrible, diabolical. I nearly swore then, but they were they were really really bad. And um, yeah, that's going to be an absolute perler. Um, Liverpool against you mentioned the word peerless in the introduction. Well, peerless is Manchester City at the moment. They are just extraordinary. Uh, Erling Haaland, of course, sweeping all before him in the goal scorer ranks, but. See the support acts of De Bruyne and uh, Foden and Gundogan, etc. They just look absolutely top class. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, it's almost a case of, I think, if Liverpool win this, maybe we do have a title race on our hands. If not, then good night. And to be perfectly honest with you, on what we've seen, certainly in the Premier League so far this season, it would not surprise me whatsoever if City go up there and score three or four at Anfield and just put it to bed. Yeah, I can see there being goals in that game. In fact, if you look at the last few matches between the two the two teams, there have been goals galore. I mean, the head-to-head prices, who would have thought Liverpool are $4.20 head-to-head against Manchester City at Anfield? Now, look, that was yesterday's price. They might have been they might have been in a bit shorter this morning after after what <laughs> happened this morning, uh, but they won't be too much worse than 3-1. to one. $4 the draw in that game, and, and City $1.75 away at Anfield. Uh, short enough for mine, but uh, I think you could go for a high in the two and a half total goals in that game, which I imagine would be about $1.60, $1.65. Yeah, and let's not forget Mo Salah is potentially back into a bit of goal-scoring form. I think he scored three in about six minutes at Ibrox. He scored a hat-trick in six minutes. <laughs> even the commentators, I was watching at the time, even the commentators were... Uh, trying to find the, the the statistic around how how, how quickly a hat trick has been scored before in the Champions League, it's it's got to be some kind of record. But yeah, the, the return to form for Liverpool supporters just take a big deep breath, you guys. Uh, Rangers, they were woeful. How old is Alan McGregor, their goalkeeper? Oh, geez, he'd be close to. He'd have to be close to forty. I would have thought well, he played like an eighty year old. <laughs> I mean, James. Container ships have moved quicker in the goal, <laughs> around harbours than he moved in the goals today. I mean, yeah. look, he didn't get helped out by a, a very lax defence and, and a midfield of Rangers that continually turned over the ball. I mean, it was just, it was Keystone Cop stuff there for quite a good part of the second half. But even so, McGregor really, I mean, it was it was pretty poor stuff in the goals. It was at least three or four goals there, I would have thought, which he could have done a bit better on. But that just shows you, we Celtic also went down to Leipzig the, the, the previous day. 
I watched a lot of that game as well. Celtic should have been 2-0 up uh-huh. at half-time. Should have been. Um, just couldn't get the ball in the net. They had ample opportunities too. And the funny thing about that, if you ever, you ever listen to a commentator putting his uh, foot in his mouth, so to speak, they were, they were giving it to Tino Werner, the ex-Leipzig, oh, yeah. ex-Chelsea. Now he's back at Leipzig, of course. And giving it to him and say he, he doesn't know when to shoot and he doesn't know when to cross. He can't do anything. About two minutes later, he scores. <laughs> and, of course, Leipzig went on for a, for a comfortable one. You, you feel for Ange Postacoglu because... They're probably one really good player away, Celtic, I reckon, from from having a team that can compete in, in Europe. Um, at the moment, unfortunately, they're playing probably no better than, a, than an English Championship kind of standard, to be frank. You know, they're a Sheffield United for mm. and another guys, and uh, I don't think that's being harsh. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right there. I mean, it, it exposes the gulf in class. Quite often you see this with the lower-ranked the lower ranked teams when it comes to a big tournament like the Champions League, is they might they might play one or two really strong games early on, and then I think it starts to catch up with them, because that depth of squad really starts to show, and that's the problem. To go back to that Rangers game, Liverpool's probably got a second eleven that could yeah. just about do Rangers over, whereas uh, when the likes of Celtic and Rangers need to start rotating that squad. I think the next guys coming through probably aren't up to, well, certainly aren't up to Champions League standard, and they get found out pretty quickly. Yeah, they do. And and, and look, to add some balance to my uh, scathing uh, criticism of the likes of Rangers and Celtic, Leipzig were good. I mean, they're a good side. Their transition from defence into attack was like lightning, quite frankly. And and Liverpool are a good side, so it's it's they were playing against two of the better sides in Europe, quite. And, and and as I say, they'll go right through to, to you'd think to the knockout stages, uh, both Liverpool and, and Leipzig. Yeah, I would agree. Now we better throw our gaze forward to the weekend, Ken, and we might start with your English Premier League multi. And what do you like the look of? Well, I've mentioned the Liverpool Manchester City game. I reckon there will be total goals high in that particular contest. I'm actually. Just trying to get the futures book up at the moment to see how short Manchester City are price wise. They've got to be around the dollar twenty, dollar twenty thirty mark, maybe, are they? Let's have a look. Dollar seventeen. To win the title. Dollar seventeen punters to win the title at the moment, Manchester City. And they're probably playing like a dollar five shot. You know, really. They're playing extremely well. Arsenal eight fifty, second favourites. They're the only other team in single figures. Chelsea twenty five to one. Spurs at twenty eight to one. 33 to 1 bar those, and that's Liverpool, Man United at 80 to 1. So there's a little uh, bite-sized glance of of the of the Premier League table. We don't even need to look at the points table. We know Arsenal's on top. Uh, on 24 points, Man City at 23, having played nine games, both of those two teams with Tottenham at, at, at 20. The race and the interest, I think, will be on, on the top four in the Champions League spots, one, as the season does progress, because Man City seem to have it all but pocketed, James. Yeah. Uh, first game I'm going to look at for the weekend is an important game for two of the newly promoted teams, Fulham and Bournemouth. What a change uh, since Scott Parker and his Cardigans left Bournemouth about a month or six weeks ago, and Gary O'Neill has taken charge, hasn't he? Good player in his day, good defender, and gee, he's added some steel to that Bournemouth defence. Yeah. I've looked at these games historically. There's, there tends to be goals between these two teams when they played against each other in championship. There were goals. Fulham's price head to head dollar eighty five was a bit short for mine. I thought they should be more around the even money mark because Bournemouth have hit some good form of late. Their last five matches, draw, win, draw, draw, win. 
Um, and Fulham have have played okay, although they've lost their last two, but they've given away goals. So I'm keen to go for the both teams to score market. Yes, and that's paying a dollar seventy three cents. Fulham versus Bournemouth, both teams to score in the ninety minutes of the match, and it's paying a dollar seventy three. James, yeah, I would I would agree with that. The Scott Parker Cup, they're calling it. I can only imagine. Of course. Yes, 100% <laughs> incorrect. He never wore a cardigan like that at Craven Cottage, though, mate, I tell you. And it was probably, he probably should have yeah. at West London. Eh? <laughs> it would have suited, actually. It would have suited West Fulham London. Road. There's a few uh, glitzy, yeah. uh, you know, top-of-the-range exclusive shops down there to shop for, for old Scotty. But um, no, pretty keen on, on both teams to score here. Could be high scoring. Could be one of those 3-2 contests. Entertainment. Entertainment, I think. Now, look at that. $1.73 seems like a very good price. For the uh, both teams to score market there, what else has tickled your fancy? Historically, again, looking at games between these two teams going back a good decade and more, and I remember these some classic contests in the late 90s between Manchester United and, and Newcastle United. I found myself in a after-match of a cricket match, uh, James, in the late 90s. Uh, we were playing against a team, club team in Johannesburg, and they were full of Newcastle United supporters. And it was that match that we watched uh, that night, a Sunday night in Johannesburg, uh, between United and Newcastle, where the Belgian defender Chip Pigas Peter Smichael from the penalty spot. Uh, what was the guy's name? Left foot. Newcastle won 5-1. Oh, and I, I, got, I got it given to me as a, as, a, as a man. You know, they didn't miss me, mate, I tell you. I'm just trying to think of the guy's name. It'll come to me later. But 5-1 we lost on that occasion. Always goals here, punters. Total goals over two and a half, a dollar sixty-eight. Short and sweet. Manchester United, Newcastle. Plus two and a half goals, over two and a half goals, three goals or more at a dollar and sixty-eight cents. And the last of my three-legged multi is your lot, actually, James. <laughs> Leeds United taking on Arsenal. Head to head price there, five fifty at home. Leeds United, four dollars and twenty cents the draw. Arsenal at a dollar fifty-seven. Too short. Too short. And what that gives you, if you like a bit of Leeds and you like the fact that it could be. Perhaps a low-scoring draw, as I think it probably will be. I think it could be 0-0, 1-1. I like the double-chance market. And the double-chance market here, Leeds United or the draw, is at $2.38. $2.38. I've watched a bit of Leeds. They haven't been too bad. Yeah, they've been competing. They're winning the um, the market for the most yellow and red cards in the Premier League at the moment. They're, com- they're committing the most fouls, which is probably typical Leeds, quite That's frankly, good. going back to the Don Revy days and... In the and DNA. Like that. I mean, it's Billy Bremner personified, isn't it? <laughs> He'll be loving his work, uh, Billy. But I really do fancy that Leeds will get something here against Arsenal. Um, they do play quite well against Arsenal. Their, their historical games have been uh, good. Their results are strong. So I'm going to take a bit of a double chance. Leeds United into the draw against Arsenal. Now, like, loving your work there. And, I mean, Arsenal at some point surely maybe have to slip up. And like you say, quite often they've struggled with leads for whatever reason. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. Or, but I mean, there was. I remember a game almost, uh, well, more than twenty years ago now. I think where Harry Kuehl scored an absolute belter from probably thirty yards out off his left foot, put it across the goal, saved Leeds United from relegation, and I think it might have handed Manchester United the title in the process. That was against Arsenal. It was a three-two game. Leeds went down the following year. I remember that. But that's all right. Philippe Albier, by the way, is that uh, Belgian. Ah, there you go. Philippe Albier, good left foot. Chip, Chip Smoggle. So um, what's, no, this, I, what's I, this add up to, this multi? 6.91. Beautiful. 
So around the six to one mark is their price. Dollar seventy three into two thirty eight into a dollar sixty eight. Other games that I didn't mind. Look, I think West Ham will probably beat Southampton. This could be the last throw of the dice for Hassan Hootel, uh, the manager of the Saints. I think he's winning. He's leading the sack race at the moment. He's even uh, shorter odds than uh, Brendan Rodgers, which takes some doing. Um, <laughs> that pro- the price around West Ham, admittedly away from home at St Mary's, is two dollars and forty, two ninety about Southampton, and three thirty five in the draw. So don't mind the hammers in that one. And the other pro- the other team I thought were unders, so there might be some value back in the opposition. I couldn't believe West uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers were a dollar sixty eight. A uh, dollar sixty-eight Wolves. I mean, come on against anyone. Uh, they're playing Notts <laughs> Forest admittedly, who I watched their match midweek against Aston Villa. It was probably the worst game of Premier League this season. I, I hold on, on to hope that Forest will get it right at some stage. And I think a dollar sixty-eight about West uh, about Wolves at home, admittedly against Notts Forest is too short. Um, so maybe some some value there about going the draw or Notts Forest at three sixty the draw five twenty-five about Forest, but. But the three I've given you, the Fulham game and the Leeds game and uh, the other game, of course, was the Man United game against Newcastle United. Those are the the three games I'm going to centre on this weekend, mate. Okay, so that's just to recap. Fulham, Bournemouth, both teams to score, yes, into Manchester United v Newcastle United at Old Trafford, over 2.5 goals, $1.68. And then Leeds or draw the double chance against Arsenal, Roll those all together, you get $6.91, which is not a bad little payday. And I must say, I very, very strongly agree with you on the West Ham front. Mm. I think they've, uh, they've found their feet. It took them a month or two to, to do that, but they're going now. They've, they've got a pretty good squad. They've got a fantastic manager, and they'll very much fancy themselves to duck down the road and take the three points, I would have thought, from St Mary's. They've had a slow start to the season, the Hammers. Um, they're sitting now at 13th with 10 points from their nine games. Now, if, we're, if they were to win on Saturday and look, or, or, or the weekend, they will go right up to around 7th or 8th in the table. And, you know, looking at their squad, they have got a strong squad. And look, they're involved in the Europa League or the Europa Conference League, I think it is. Uh, so they'll have a game tonight against someone. Um, I think it's their Danish side, actually. Um, but you've got to think that, uh, as you say, well managed under David Moyes, they'll get on a roll. They'll get on a roll. They'll, they'll be they'll be hovering around the European spots before too long. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's funny they're almost they've used that European competition to find a bit of form. So mm. you say, That's uh, right. well done to the Hammers. Now north of the border, and we have touched on uh, Celtic and Rangers already. Celtic at home against Hibernian on Saturday afternoon, while Rangers on Sunday travel just down the road to Motherwell. It could be a tricky little assignment for the Ibrox club, coming off that 7-1 thrashing, but we shall see. Has anything here tickled your fancy, Ken? Well, going back over the last weekend's results just quickly, the, the one that stood out for, I think, both of us, was the thumping that Aberdeen got uh, at Tannadice <laughs> yeah. against uh, Dundee United 4-0. So what does that mean? I mean, does that mean we start backing Dundee United, who are tr- making that long trip up north to Ross County to play the local team there? 225 the home side, Ross County. 310 the draw. 340 about Dundee United. Now, their recent form, Dundee, they've won the last two games. So they are hitting their straps somewhat. Maybe some value there at the 340. I see Hearts are playing tonight against Fiorentina in Italy in the Conference League. West Ham are actually playing and elect of Belgium 
tonight as well. So Hearts have got a tough old game at, in Italy. They've got to come back to Batodri and play an, Ab- an Ab- Abedonian side, James, who you think will be pretty annoyed with life, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> because their manager's just given it to them this week. They're just you absolutely so. good on the training field, haven't they? Surely. They've been doing a few burpees and up and down yeah. the, the, the Pataudry training field. So 235 about Aberdeen. Let's throw that into whatever you like. Yeah, get into it. I agree with that. Poor old hearts. They've just found themselves stretched a little bit too thin, unfortunately. You know, yeah. For all the, mm. the all the glitz and glamour of playing in Europe, unfortunately, they're almost on that Thursday-Sunday cycle at the moment. And I think it's proving a little bit too much, mm. unfortunately, for hearts. But... I agree with you there. Aberdeen will come out firing, I can imagine. And look, Dundee United, let's ride them while they're hot. Yeah. As is Behich, the uh, the Socceroo, who's uh, been, I think he might have scored in both games that you referenced there. Very good pickup, I think, uh, for, yeah. for Dundee United. And yeah, $3.40 up there in the Highlands. Granted, yeah. I think County might have come down the road and beaten Livingston last week, which was a bit of a shock. They're not the most consistent side going around. I think I'll definitely be having some of that on Dundee United. And, uh, well, look, my favourite, uh, it's been good mm. to us all year, but St Mirren are $2.05 at home to beat Kilmarnock. I think they can keep that, that run going. So maybe, uh, yeah, Dundee United, St Mirren and Aberdeen to yep. beat Hearts. They'd be the three, I would have thought, in Scotland. Yeah, the last 21 times St Mirren have played at home against Kilmarnock, they've won nine times. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so be. that's not a bad, it's kind of a record. And if you do like Dundee United, I mean, the double chance would be, a, I'm just trying to work it out, it'd be about $1.57, $1.60, the price there, if you win Dundee United and the draw. So that might be a nice value bet just to throw into to a multi to, to up the odds a bit. Celtic $1.20 against Hibs, who are $15, the draw six fifty. dollars uh, They'll be looking to rebound from Europe during the week. And Motherwell, you mentioned playing Rangers, $9 Motherwell, $5 a draw, and $1.33 about Rangers. Motherwell have only beaten... Rangers once in the last 24 games they've played at their home ground, which I think is Fur Park, is it? Is it Fur Park, Motherwell? Yeah, yeah. correct. One so, thing I will say about that Celtic game, and this will sound mm. kind of ridiculous, but if I was playing it, I think I'd either go Celtic to win by five or, or six or, or Hibs to get something out of it. Yeah, you know? well, funnily enough, in the last 24 times Celtic have played at home against Hibs, of course, the, the two teams from Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow on the that side of the religious equation, shall we say? That's correct, yeah. 24 games, 17 wins for Celtic, but there's been six draws in that game. So Hibs have a habit at times of getting something at, at Parkhead or Celtic, Celtic Park. Yeah, they seem to get up for that one. Mm. And why wouldn't you? Now, uh, just quickly before we wrap it up, lower leagues in England and the championship, and we must say... The sword of Damocles has dropped on Steve Bruce at West Bromwich Albion, who are the baggies in the relegation zone. Bruce and his job have both parted ways with each other. Yeah, what's he going to do now? I mean, I've, I've, I read one of the articles, I think it was in the Times from London, and um, it's always interesting reading the, the reader's comments underneath the main <laughs> article. And to be fair, some of them were scathing, but a lot of them were felt of a sympathy for Bruce that he... He's obviously a good man. He's a good football man, and he's 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 gone to some clubs. Hull City, I think he got he got them up to the Premier League a few years ago. He's, he he mostly does a good job, but look, his his teams aren't set up with flair 
being the name of the game, are they? They're quite defensively minded. And I think as a supporter of West Brom, you're probably quite happy to see them go. Clearly they've invested in their players and their squad for the last couple of years, a lot of money. And for whatever reason, Bruce just hasn't been able to work the oracle on, on the squad. Uh, they'll come they'll come right, but it might take them a few games to come right. They haven't appointed anyone yet. I haven't seen a manager for Middlesbrough. They haven't got they haven't got anyone. I'm not sure if Cardiff City have got a manager yet. I can't find any news about that. So there's still a few jobs going around the championship but at the managerial level. But I know you're pretty keen on the game, West Bromwich Albion, who, who are travelling to Reading. Well, I reckon this is a great spot for Reading. Now, they've played incredibly well so far this season. Their last two have probably been oh, not not quite where they want to be. Mind you, one of those was against QPR at the moment at Loftus Road, who are absolutely flying. And uh, it was 2-1, I think, to QPR. But Reading, back at home, uh, and as we know, they have Andy Carroll up forward. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the towering former English player uh, who also featured for West Ham and Newcastle. They're paying $3.40 with Neds to beat West Brom and they're paying $7.50 to win by two or more goals. Mm. And the baggies are in disarray. Yeah, they are. And Reading have been fairly free scoring, especially at home mm. this season. I can see this being at maybe a 3-0, 3-1, 4-0 type of a job. Yeah. I mean... West Brom certainly, they're in the relegation zone, as I said. Uh, quite often the sacking of a manager, and I guess the appointing of a new manager, can bring a little bit of a bounce, but they're only halfway through that process at the moment. And Reading, they'll probably be smelling blood, I think. They kind of need to probably get back to winning ways just to, to keep the pressure on and maintain their standing as a genuine top six club. But I think I think that price you just cannot ignore. Well, if Reading win, they go to the top of the table. Yeah. They're sitting, uh, look, it depends on other games, the likes of Sheffield United, Norwich City, QPR and others, but Reading will go from 22 points to 25 points. At the moment, Sheffield United and Norwich and QPR have 24. So a fair bit to play for there, but it's as we've talked about quite often, James, the, the fortunes of a championship side, they get on a roll, they get a couple of wins like Swansea have the last few, <laughs> and they go from 22nd to, in Swansea's case, 6th. Yeah with 21 points. Um, I actually thought they were some value. They're, they're away from home at Burnley. Look, Burnley, a, a good side. Well managed, of course, by Vincent Company. $1.75 Burnley, three fifty to draw. four sixty about Swansea. four sixty. So the double chance price there, punters, would be even money. It'd be $2. In their recent form, look at it. They lost a game five starts back, but they've gone WWWW. Look at my daughter Holly when she... Plays me a golf. She goes, Dad, that's another W. Okay, Holly, good on you. Um, $4.60 if you like the Swans to, to, to beat Burnley, but the double chance at $2, even money, that would probably be the go. And you look at the last five times those two teams have played, Swans have won three of them. So, And that's away from home at Turf Moor. So, yeah, I know same about Reading. I watched them play QPR. They're a bit stiff, actually. They, they should have probably got a draw. The, the penalty that QPR scored with seven or eight minutes to go was never a penalty. Never a penalty. So the Reading were a bit stiff not to get to at least a point from Loftus Road last Saturday morning, Australian time. So you could be spot on there, mate. Three forty about Reading to win the game, uh, but maybe as you say, around the seven dollar mark to win by by a few goals. Yeah, why not? You can play in both, really. Uh, one more that I liked uh, the look of here: Huddersfield, who have actually found a little bit yeah, of they form. Uh, they go down the M1. Which is, I don't know, what is it, about half an hour to Rotherham, York, maybe? Yorkshire Derby. Yeah, and I think I mean, Rotherham, since they parted ways with Paul Warren, I don't think they've won a game. They've really struggled. 
Uh, yeah. They've kind of almost regressed to the mean. I mean, we discussed pre-season that they probably had the weakest squad in the championship or close to it. Yes. And it looks like uh, the league is starting to average out. I think Huddersfield there, $2.38 draw no bet. I thought it wasn't a bad little throw at the stumps. Or $2.20 for Huddersfield to score two goals or more. I think both of those are probably worth a little something. Yep. Poor old mm. Rotherham just uh well, Would you bet Rotherham at $2.10? They're very short. No they? way yeah, in hell. $2.10, Rotherham. No. 3.60, Huddersfield, 3.25 the draw. The last eight games between these two sides at Rotherham's home ground, Rotherham have won none. Well, there you go. Four <laughs> draws and four away wins to Huddersfield. So yeah. the stats do back up what you're suggesting there, James. Uh, anything else on your plate, or shall we wrap up? From a stats perspective, uh, Cardiff versus Coventry. At home, Cardiff, last nine times of play, Coventry. Coventry have only won once. Cardiff tend to win this fixture. 225 about Cardiff. Throw them into a multi-punters. And very keen, and I don't often do this because I always perceive it as being a negative kind of a bet. But Middlesbrough, who have got troubles. Blackburn Rovers, who have got troubles at the moment too. Blackburn do tend historically to get something at Middlesbrough. The last 13 times they've played at home for Middlesbrough's home. Only one Middlesbrough win, seven draws and five away wins to Blackburn Rovers. But I'm keen on the total goals. Unders market here, 0.25 unders. So zero, one or two goals. I think it could be nil-nil this game. And it's mm-hmm. paying $1.67, the, the minus, the unders, 2.5. So bit of card off at 2.25, punters into the $1.67 about the total goals market unders in the Borough-Blackburn Rovers game. Throwing a bit of reading, as James has suggested, and perhaps some Huddersfield as well. That sounds good to me. So from the top, to wrap all that up, Ken's Premier League multi. Fulham v Bournemouth, both teams to score, yes, $1.73. Into Man U Newcastle, goals over 2.5, $1.68. Into Leeds or draw, double chance, paying $2.38. Roll it all together, that's $6.91. North of the border in Scotland, we might stay with Dundee United to go three in a row up in the Highlands. Uh, they're playing Ross County. They're paying $3.40. We'll stay with St Mirren. They're even money, or a little bit better to beat Kilmarnock and Aberdeen to bounce back against a very stretched Hearts team at Pitodri. They're your three plays in the Scottish Premier League. And then just a few in the English Championship as well. Ken thinks that Cardiff at $2.25 is a good price against Coventry. I must agree with him there. Uh, that should be, I would have thought, a win to the home side. Middlesbrough Blackburn under two and a half goals is paying a dollar sixty-seven. You can get roughly two dollars around Swansea away at Burnley in the double chance market. That is Swansea to win or draw. Huddersfield against Rotherham just down the road $2.38 draw no bet or two plus goals at $2.20 and then the big one Reading $3.40 at home to beat West Brom and if you want to get a little bit fancy Reading to win by two or more paying $7.50 have a little something on that Ken that's a wrap I think another big weekend ahead by the looks it is actually yeah it looks a really good weekend and um See the A League started as well yeah. here in Australia, so I guess we have to throw in the old the odd A League. Better see Nani's playing for the Melbourne Victory. He is. You wouldn't need the money, would the he? The Portuguese uh, midfield maestro, former Man U. What did you make him in his Man U days back? What was that? Geez, that's almost fifteen years ago now, isn't it? You could be ten. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed him. Look, he played obviously at a 
at a good time for for United. They had a pretty good side that at the, at the time. Um, I thought he was probably a little bit under, underrated. If anything, he was creative. I saw he had an assist at the weekend. He he came off the right hand side there and whipped a cross in and and the victory scored from the cross. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him. It's it's interesting the A League how the managers are on a bit of a merry go round, aren't they? I see Popovich just thinks at the victory, isn't he? And the guy Mark Rudan's gone now to Western Sydney. He was at Western United last year, and Aloisi I think is down in Western United or one uh, of those yeah. teams in Melbourne. So he was up, of course, at Brisbane Roar a couple of years ago. So they seem to get around those guys, but yeah. it's 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 good quality. It's good it's good stuff to watch. The A League carousel. The A League carousel. And I'll, I'll probably have to get a bit of a mention of the Wellington Phoenix at some stage, but <laughs> let me do some research first. Good man. We'll speak to you again early next week to preview the very fast approaching T20 Cricket mm. World Cup. But until then, happy punting.